Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. Today, we are joined by Danny Lindemood and Heather Huffman. Danny and Heather are both dog fosters with Pound Dog Rescue. Today, we will learn about their experience fostering rescue dogs and seeing them off to their new homes. Let's go. And the seas are getting rough, and it is getting harder to see your face. Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. Today, we're here with Danny and Heather, fosters from Pound Dog Rescue. So welcome, Danny and Heather. Welcome. Thank you, Thank you so you. much for having us. It's good to be here. <laughs> yeah, we're so excited you're here. Um, well, we'll dive right in. So before we get into like the good stuff, well, this is part of the good stuff, but, um, can you give us a quick intro to yourselves? And of course we want to hear about any pets you have. Hi, I'm Heather. I moved to KW around seven years ago. I love to travel and I've lived abroad a couple years of my life. Um, and I love to experience the cultures of other people people and places. I have always been a dog lover, uh, but have leaned into it a little bit more since I started fostering. And I love playing volleyball and going for walks, craft beer. Uh, Currently, uh, about seven months ago, my partner and I adopted our first dog and my first and only pet for my entire life. Uh, So that was really exciting. Uh, Her name is Gaia, and she's a two-year-old golden retriever husky cross, and she was our 11th foster dog. So if anything tells you about loving to foster, uh, I hope that does. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Okay, Danny, go ahead. (laughs) Uh, And I'm Danny. Um, I am a California native who moved out to Kitchener-Waterloo area for my master's. And I just love it here so much and decided to stay, met my husband, and that sweetened the deal of uh, (laughs) making this our forever home. Um, Yeah, Heather's happy about that. Um, and, uh, we started fostering in, uh, 2021 actually. So just last year was our first foster dog. We don't have any of our own, uh, pets, but we both grew up, my husband and I with, uh, family dogs. And right now, um, I have, uh, two Aussie, uh, miniature Aussies in California that are just the cutest little guys. And yeah, uh, someday, uh, we'll, we'll also foster fail. That's our goal eventually. And luckily Heather has paved the way for us with that by adopting the best, most amazing dog ever, whose name is Gaia. She's amazing. Um, and yeah, so that helps us, uh, for the, our, helps our future for the measuring stick of what it actually would take to adopt a dog too. So it's great. 
Wow, that's great. That's awesome. Thank you so much, uh, both of you, for sharing that about yourselves. Um, it's nice to hear, you know, all the culture you bring. Um, you know, well, California, so much culture. <laughs> Tacos. Yes. Burrito Mecca. Yes. <laughs> Uh, that's great. Uh, so let's dive in, shall we, to the meat and potatoes of um, of what we want to talk to you about. So before we talk about life as a foster, can you tell us a bit more about Pound Dog Rescue, the organization you foster for? Um, okay, so Pound Dog Rescue is a local KW uh, rescue that works mostly with pounds, although they do um, a couple other kinds of rescuing as well. Um, I think they started in 2012. That's at very least when their um, Happy Tales uh, stories started appearing on their website. Um, and they're run by a local couple um, who owns Rescue, uh, Kim and Jared and uh, a small army of volunteers. Um, it's completely volunteer run. Uh, no one gets paid in the organization. Um, and they're just an absolutely incredible uh, group to foster with. They, I think a couple years ago, they had like their 500 dog. Um, so they don't necessarily rescue like a high volume of dogs, but it's very mighty for the amount of people and volunteers who run it. Um, and they really focus on like quality rescues. Um, so generally speaking, we have the dogs in our home for a minimum of two weeks before we even start, um, writing a bio or, well, we can start writing the bio before then. Um, but before they're posted for adoption so that we know that, we know the dog before, um, and so we can give the best story of the dog uh, so that they can find their best forever home. Um, I think it's really this like this beautiful approach to it as well of quality over quantity because they really, really focus on getting the dog into their perfect situation and they don't compromise on that either. Um, so they have a really great interview process and application process. And, they- and mostly so that these dogs don't ever have to experience the devastation of becoming homeless or being put into shelter or surrendered again. They really want to make sure that they're finding the number one best home for them. For sure. So a uh, question for you both. Do you get a say in who takes the fosters home or is it, you know, is, is pound dog rescue the, the umbrella of pound dog rescue who decides who gets to take these dogs home? So they vet all the applications that come in, uh, but ultimately we're told if we get really bad vibes when we meet the people, we can kind of say, hey, I don't think this is necessarily going to be the best um, home for this dog. Um, I've never had to do that uh, because they're really great at vetting the applications that come in um, and the interview process, Um, but it just gives you a lot of confidence um, in the application process that they've read the application, they've chatted with them, um, and now they're meeting this dog and you know that there's a really great possibility that they are the home for your foster dog. And I think it's this beautiful security blanket for us as fosters too, to know that if we ever had a bad feeling about um, the match, it's not necessarily about um, if you like the people or anything like that. It's about if it's going to be the best fit for the dog. And it's really lovely to know that 
pound dog trusts us to be the judges of that too, where the people the dogs have been living with and they know that ultimately we know what's going to be best for the dog and they trust us with that, which is really beautiful. And they don't leave it us to up. They wouldn't leave it up to us to tell the family that either. They would take that on, so it doesn't put that pressure on you as the foster family to be the bad guys. Um, If that makes sense. Yep, I think so. It's so great to hear that about Pound Dog Rescue because it's there's. I think there are some rescues out there that really do just kind of pump out dogs, and it's like first application in the door. As long as you kind of meet the general requirements puppy or dog as yours rather than going through that really intensive matching process, which takes so many resources, takes so much time. I went through it with Marshall when we adopted him from Save Our Scruff. They're very similar. Um, so it's nice to hear that that's what Pound Dog Rescue does because I really value that in a, in a rescue organization. That's too. It's great as fosters as well. Yeah, I can imagine. Okay, so we're going to move along a little bit. So how did you both get involved in fostering? And I really want to hear like what drew you to it and why you chose to work with PDR specifically. Do they go with an acronym? I just made that up. Yeah, yeah PDR. Okay. I think we actually both have the same origin story of our connection to PDR. It's the same person. Yeah. Um, So I've been fostering, I started fostering just over four years ago and four and a half years ago, I had no idea what dog fostering even was about. Um, And at similar times, I had a couple people in my life who had been involved in fostering and I was like, oh, that sounds really cool. Tell me more. (laughs) And so one of our good friends, uh, Megan, um, she actually adopted her dog from Pound Dog and then decided she wanted to start fostering. And so she was a big influence on or a resource uh, on fostering dogs. And for me specifically, I, as I mentioned, I never had a dog growing up. So I had no idea what it was going to be like to have a full-time pet. Uh, And I didn't know what kind of dogs would drive me nuts. Or like, and I don't mean that in a, cause obviously like all dogs are amazing. Um, but there are certain tendencies of specific breeds of dogs that I'm not sure that I would be able to live with like full time, a hundred percent. Um, and so fostering was, it has been a really great way for me to experience different breeds of dogs, um, and kind of learn what I would be looking for in a forever dog Plus, just to get more comfortable around dogs and caring for dogs and knowing how to be a dog parent. Heather, that is such a responsible way to step into dog ownership. The amount of people that are just like, I want a dog. I'm going to get a dog. I'm getting a puppy tomorrow from a bad breeder. Like the impulsivity it's all, it's there. I mean, who doesn't want a cute puppy? I did that. But to take those really methodical steps and to make sure that you ended up with the best dog that was right for your lifestyle and your home, that's amazing. For us, um, fostering has provided that opportunity and a hundred percent though, it was also the cost. We like to travel and we also had not very much money. And so we couldn't afford a dog. Plus we didn't want to have to worry about dog care when we were away. So those were two other factors that kind of helped 
us decide that we wanted to start with fostering anyways. And PDR does take care of all the costs um, associated with fostering, all the vet care, all the food, all that. So it's pretty great. And our, so our mutual friend, Megan, was actually um, my roommate at the time that she adopted her dog from PDR and started fostering. So I don't count that as the beginning of my fostering <laughs> journey because I didn't have ownership over it. <laughs> um, but I got to have all the benefits of having um, the foster dogs in the home and getting to see that Pound Dog was this great place to work with. And so I, and I knew I eventually wanted to start fostering. So I knew it, that it had to be with PDR when I did it. Uh, Amazing. Well, I loved hearing a little bit of an intro as to um, how you got involved with PDR, but we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and we want to hear more about your life as fosters. This episode of the Dog Friendly KW Podcast is brought to you by Nutrim Pet Products. Are you in search of a natural food solution for your dog? Nutrim has the perfect fit for weight control, sensitivities, allergies, and more. Made locally in Elmira, Nutrim recipes have nourished pets worldwide since 1993. Plus, $1 from each bag sold is donated to a local charity. Who do you feed for? Visit Nutrim.com for more information. Welcome back to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. Today, we have been talking to Heather and Danny, fosters from Pound Dog Rescue. So let's get back into it, shall we? Yes. Kens, take us away with the next question. So could you both share with us what your experience looked like as fosters from start to finish? So you get matched with a dog, what happens before, during, and after uh, they're sent off to their forever homes? So I actually love the beginning of the process because it just fills you with excitement, I feel like. Um, but you let them know that you're ready for your next foster or perhaps your first. Um, they are always in need of fosters. So just going to plug that right up front. Um, and so you put it on their radar that you're ready and available. Um, you have a conversation with them at the very start that says kind of, what you're willing to work with as far as dogs go, because there is a huge gambit of medical cases of different energy needs, um, sizes, all of that. Um, so you go through all of that with the rescue. And then when a dog comes up that they think is the perfect fit for your home, uh, they reach out with an email and see if you would be willing to take them on. And it comes with a photo and a little description about them. Usually it's actually pretty in depth, like whatever information they have. Depends. Sometimes they have very little information, but enough for you to get excited about it anyway. <laughs> Um, and, and that's when I immediately start posting pictures of the dog onto my Instagram story and asking for name suggestions. Um, <laughs> um, cause you do get to name the foster, uh, generally speaking. Um, and then from there it moves into, um, uh, coordinating the pickup, um, and then bring them into your home for the first time. And maybe I'll let Heather continue there. Uh, so depending on where you're 
getting your dog from. Uh, we've had a few dogs that we've picked up uh, directly from a rural pound. Um, and I would highly encourage anyone who cares about animals to check out the rural pounds because they are heartbreaking. Um, and to go in and just kind of see all these dogs in cages and I think they're barely let out once a day and I don't know. It's just, uh, it's heartbreaking. Short staffed, <laughs> Short -staffed. And, and low budget. So, yeah. so that's why they focus really on that. So definitely the first time you go there, they want you to go in and experience kind of what you're helping rescue these dogs from. And, and so picking them up, it's, you get to meet them. They're sometimes nervous, sometimes super excited. It's kind of uh, the full gambit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you get to put them in your car a lot of the times that they came from the pound, they stink because um, <laughs> they haven't had the opportunities to go to the bathroom outside of their crate. Uh, and so half the time we just bring them home and bathe them because they're already traumatized. So, I mean, not like, yeah, um, but you get them home and... I feel like it, the first couple days is like a lot of treats and it's a lot of decompression time for the dog, right? And bonding. Yeah. So they're entering this period where this is likely the first time that they've been in a really safe home environment. And then they get to uh, start exploring things like what it means to have like a comfy dog bed, um, what it means to have a safe, secure yard um, to explore and go to the bathroom in. Um, sometimes uh, it'll involve um, potty training and crate training. Mm -hmm. uh, generally speaking, they don't have any crate training, but um, uh, dogs are way more adoptable when they're crate trained. So that is part of the process with PDR. Um, and then from there, their personalities just start shining and it's so beautiful. Um, and you, we get to take them to the vet uh, usually within the first week or so. Um, and generally speaking, there are medication that you need to provide to the dog. Obviously the vet is great um, with telling you what to do. Um, and I will say uh, pound dog always matches you up with a foster mentor. Um, so there is a specific individual within the rescue that you can reach out to with any questions or concerns that you have. Um, and that's amazing because sometimes things come up, especially when you're new at fostering and you've never had a dog before. <laughs> yep. uh, and you can kind of reach out and say, Hey, I have no idea what's happening. And they have years, eons of <laughs> experience. Uh, and so that's really helpful to know that there's a resource there uh, to kind of point you in the right direction or help give you some pointers or tips because every dog is different. Um, and some dogs come in knowing how to dog and they know how to eat and they know how to go for walks. Um, and you're working on a few little things. Um, we had a puppy mill foster and she had no idea even how to go on a leash and, or, and she literally lived in her crate for four, five, six days, pretty much, because she was so scared and nervous, um, and she had no idea how to be a dog. However, when the switch flips, and they learn to walk, and you see them, like, start to, like, open up, it is probably one of the most magical experiences, 
Uh, and she specifically loved to walk. So when she figured it out, she was there for it. <laughs> it's just, it's so rewarding um, to see that that flip switch. And then from there, I feel like the whole journey just kind of like accelerates because then you get to know exactly who the dog is. Their personality starts coming out. Um, they're going to, that trajectory is going to continue, but you get to know the things that they really need. Um, and that lets us write really in-depth uh, bios about them for the PDR website for their adoption post. So we go through everything that we know about their quirks, their uh, behaviors, what they're working on, what they're great at. And then um, from there, like you get to uh, really just explore um, what are the features of the perfect home for them. And that lets can signal to people then, okay, this dog's for me, this dog's not for me. But at the end of the day, it just makes sure that they get the perfect home. Uh, and then they get to go for their beautiful photo shoot. Uh, so Jen Wilson, Pet Patrol, I think she's... We love yep. Jen. Yeah, yeah yep. Jen's great. She does, she does all the um, pictures uh, for Pound Dog Rescue. And she does such an incredible job. And these dogs get to, like, have their minute in the spotlight. <laughs> um, and she makes them look so amazing. Like, I mean, they're already amazing, but she um, captures their loving personality. Um, and so they get their pictures and their bio. Then they get posted. And then we wait. (laughs) And then uh, in anticipation (laughs) you, and sometimes we're like, Hey, is there an application? Is there an application? Is there an application? That's good. Because Uh, they're waiting for the perfect application. So then the final stage of the fostering process is getting to have the potential adopters meet the dog. Um, you have a meet and greet, uh, usually in your home, sometimes in a, in a park or um, a other public location that's safe uh, for the meet. And uh, if the the potential adopters want to move forward with the dog. Uh, then they let Pound Dog know. We let Pound Dog know what we thought at the meet, which I'm the same. I've always had a positive experience. And then from there, it's just checking references and waiting for the final thumbs up to come through. And then we get to be the people who drop them finally at their forever homes, which is this really beautiful way to like just complete the the story uh, for ourselves. I had one family say to me when I was uh, dropping them off, it feels like Christmas morning. <laughs> and it was just so exciting because they're so excited uh, for the dog to be yeah. dropped off with them. So it just makes it a beautiful like close uh, and a beautiful closure for you as a foster who's been giving love to this dog. So wholesome. I know it's so cute. <laughs> Okay, so we'd love to hear a little bit about your favorite experience as a foster and maybe some of the challenges. So if I can sum it a little bit, what are the best and the worst things about being a foster? I think I already touched on one of the best things, and that was seeing the dog open up and kind of live into their best life, knowing that they're in a safe, comfortable environment I also really love uh, seeing updates from the family. Uh, Pound Dog requests uh, updates at different intervals from the family and just knowing that the dog is living their best life. And as a foster, I cannot keep all these dogs myself, nor would I provide the best home for these dogs. So just continuously seeing that your foster dogs are in their best home with an amazing family just kind of helps reaffirm 
the process. And for me, my favorite part is that your job as the foster is generally to just give them love and structure, which is pretty straightforward. And it's lovely. It's the best part um, to just get to be putting um, so much love and care into a dog that deserves it. Uh, challenging. It can be hard getting a new dog and kind of learning about their quirks and behaviors. But like I said, you, there's a lot of support, um, in the rescue through that. Um, so it can be challenging, but not overwhelming. For me, I think the challenging, like the most challenging part is just that not every dog is your perfect dog. So there is this, um, like sometimes you're really happy by the end when you're dropping the dog off and you're just like, I'm so glad that you're going to your forever home, um, which is perfect for you and that you're not my responsibility anymore. <laughs> um, it's different things with different dogs, of course, whether it's their energy levels or if they're super high and you like to chill on the couch a little bit more on the weekends. Um, or, uh, if it's, um, uh, just like a, not a behavioral thing, but like just a personality thing that you don't love if they're maybe a little bit needier. Um, yeah, it's just whenever, whenever there's a little bit of a mismatch between, um, what your ideal dog would be, then, um, you can be, uh, just looking forward to the day that you know that they're going to be in the perfect hands. (laughs) That's really fair. I think that's a, that's a true statement. Yeah. Not every dog is meant to be with, uh, you know, every family. So that is the truth. So thank you so much, uh, both of you for sharing. We're going to take a quick break and come back with our segment kibbles and bits. Welcome to our new-ish, I still keep saying it's a new segment, Kibbles and Bits, where we will get to learn bits of information from our guests through a series of fun questions. So Danny and Heather, are you ready to experience Kibbles and Bits? We're ready. Sure am. Sure am. Okay. First question. Where is your favorite dog friendly spot in Kitchener, Waterloo, or Cambridge? I think one of our locations is the same. We really like the OG bottle shop in Galt. Yeah. Uh, Great spot. Great spot. Our producer, Matt, his uh, cousin is one of the owners. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Um, We love dogs and we love craft beer. So, you know, and Gaia loves it there too. So, Um, and then we walk really frequently, uh, together. We try to walk together once a week. Um, and one of our favorite trails is the linear trail, um, along the grand river. And, uh, yeah. So I think that that has to be on one of our favorite dog friendly spots. Lots of dogs to watch there too. Um, okay. Next question. So would you say a long pooch walk or lazy dog snuggles? Depends on the weather. Yeah, both? <laughs> yeah. That is the right answer. Yes. 
<laughs> I will take that. I will do one and then the other directly afterwards. Fair. Yes. Okay. Last question. On-leash experiences or off-leash experiences? I live in an apartment, so I don't have a ton of off-leash experiences. Um, so Gaia and I always just all on-leash experiences, except for Danny's backyard, because she has a phenomenal backyard, and it's basically like our own dog park. So, so off-leash here. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Danny, would that be your answer? Off-leash? Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. That wraps up our segment of Kibbles and Bits. You've been listening to the Dog Friendly KW Podcasts, and today we have been talking with Danny and Heather, Fosters from Pound Dog Rescue. So before we wrap up today, we have one last question. Um, So what is one thing you would both want to tell someone who is thinking of fostering dogs? So I think we probably both want to speak to the same question, but with a little bit different perspectives, which is we hear all the time from people, um, oh my God, you are amazing for fostering. I could never do it. Um, because they, they think that they're going to, um, foster fail. They think that they would keep every dog, um, that came into their home. And realistically you can't do that. (laughs) Um, but I think it's really important to put out there just that, um, fostering, there are highs and lows with it there. It is sad in some way to say goodbye to this dog that you've been pouring so much love into, but especially with pound dog or rescues that really do that process right to make sure that the house is a good fit, um, for the dog, wherever it's going. Um, it melts away all the sadness from the experience. I think that It's also this, um, when I hear that it it hurts my heart a little bit because it's putting you at the center of fostering and it's not about you. It's about the dog and about the dogs that multiple dogs that will come through your home, that you are going to help them on their journey to, to end up in their perfect forever home. And you absolutely will shed tears when you say goodbye to many dogs that you've had, as I said Um, We adopted our 11th foster dog without planning to. Like, it was a complete shock to us. Uh, But your heart expands. So I think as humans, we have the capacity to love indefinitely. And so the more you foster, the more your heart grows. And there's absolutely a part of my heart that belongs to every single one of my foster dogs. But, well, and it's something I'm going to continue to do because... These dogs deserve to have happy, loving homes. And if I hurt for a couple weeks in order to bring these dogs into their best life, like I'm absolutely going to do it because I have the capacity to do that. Well, if that doesn't motivate a few of our listeners to become dog fosters, then I don't know what will. So thank you so much for chatting with us today. Um, If our listeners would like to get in touch with Pound Dog Rescue or are interested in fostering, how can they be in touch? So the website is pounddog.ca and there is a tab on the top for fosters and there's an application that you can fill out um, just so that Pound Dog can get a more sense of who you are. Uh, 
and then you have a short, very casual interview process, and then basically you can start fostering. So and do it. Yeah, Tr- do try it. it. Try give it. Try it. Give it a try. That's what I say to everyone. Like, give it a try. Um, you will see it from start to finish, and you'll be sold. Yeah. And even if you just foster two or three dogs. But you might end up fostering 15. <laughs> yep. You never know until you try it. So thank you both so much uh, for everything you've talked about today and uh, talking about Pound Dog Rescue. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in to the Dog Friendly KW podcast. Until next time. Bye. Block Sheep Audio Podcast. Ah!